Hello and welcome to level 13 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight, and 13, they say that's an unlucky number, but I I think this show is going to be okay. I think we're going to be alright. We're going to get to the end. And what an exciting show I have for you today. But before I get into that, are you following Three Extra Lives on social media? We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, at Three Extra Lives. You should head over there, give us a follow, give us a like, keep up to date with everything that's happening in the Three Extra Lives realm. When a new show comes out, if I'm doing some of that streaming malarkey, you should definitely be following Three Extra Lives on social media. Also do some giveaways over on the Twitter, so if you're into Twitter, you should definitely check that out as well at Three Extra Lives, and without further ado, on with the show! So last weekend, I spent a lot of time in front of my computer, on Twitch, not playing games. I wasn't playing games, but I was watching games. And I was watching something called Race for Good 2, which includes one of my good friends, actually, Pete, over at Project Phoenix Productions, and one of his very good friends, the British Andy. They were raising money for special effect, which is a UK-based charity which uses video games and technology to enhance the quality of life for people with disabilities. Now, I know Pete had done this last year. It had totally flown by me that it was happening last weekend, but I tuned into Twitch and I was very, very entertained over the weekend as these guys streamed for nearly 30 hours across two days. They were racing off uh, against each other in various Sonic titles, there were some Sonic titles there that I was very familiar with, others not so familiar with, but it was great to see these guys battling it out and they were taking donations during the stream which, which you could use to sabotage one of the competitors. You could say, hey, I'm donating $5. One of them had to put some oven mitts on and try to navigate <laughs> navigate a certain uh, area in, in a Sonic level which, which could prove problematic. There was ways you could make one of them lose a life you could donate for them to set the controller down so the so one of them could catch up. It was great to take part in that as a viewer and just watch it all uh, take place. I have to say they did an absolute fantastic job and they raised over 800 pounds for special effect, which is an incredible total. And like I say, 30 hours across two days. And I know uh, the British Andy, he's based in Canada. So he had to start his day ridiculously early pete had to finish his ridiculously late i have so much time for the work that goes into these charity streams and i know over last week as well uh, games done quick which is a charity fundraising organization that, that raises money through speed running uh, in video games that's been happening over the last weeks as well so this is really i'm not gonna say big business but it's a great way to use video games to raise money for charity to bring awareness to charities that maybe people aren't aware of but doing that through video games there's that connection it's just a great way to show how video games can be used in a, in a good light and we do get the negative surrounding video games and and what that means but this is just the spotlights on video games here and it's doing it right using it in a way that's doing good in this world it's just really warming to be in that space where you're seeing some great games being played. You're seeing people that are probably more familiar with the games that they're playing than you are. So you get to see 
little tricks, little tips about how to play those games. I know after watching uh, Race for Good with Pete and Andy, I want to go and fire up some Sonic. I want to go in there and get back into some Sonic action. I watched so much of it over last weekend, but I just find myself having this itch. I need to scratch, I need to go back, play some Sonic, gotta go fast. Always was a big fan of Sonic when I was younger and it's just making me gonna dig out a few classics I think and play through because when you're watching these people play and they're dying and they're you know doing things where you're like oh this you know this is easy this I could do this but think about it if people are watching you you're not just alone in your room focusing on this the pressure of the competition yeah you know you, you just sit there and think oh I could do better than this but you know you probably you, maybe you could maybe you couldn't I don't know but I've just got this itch the Sonic itch I want to scratch now. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm definitely going to do that. So Race for Good uh, with Project Phoenix and the British Andy, they're going to be doing this every year. But I wanted just to mention it in passing because it's a fantastic project. And I know there's other projects going on with speedrunning and playing video games to raise money. It's, it's quite popular over the summer. It's just something that I will continue to support. I will continue to praise because it is great work. So well done guys and well done to everyone out there who's fundraising using video games. It's trivia time and I'm going to dedicate this question to Pete, to Andy who did that race for good to raising 800 pounds for special effect. And this question is for you guys. What's the name of the second level in Sonic 3 set predominantly underwater? The answer is Hydro City Zone, or you may pronounce it as Hydrocity Zone. Who knows what the correct pronunciation is, but if you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. I found a game that made me think. It made me think about the world and the state of the world and what's happening with our world. Because when you look at all the talk of climate change and environmental destruction to the world, it can make you feel a bit down, can't it? It can make you feel like there's not really much hope for everything that's going on when you look at large corporations and how much waste they're contributing to the world. And there's so much, so much going on in the world that it, it just makes you go, oh, you know what, what I'm doing, it, it doesn't even matter because everyone out there is polluting the world, damaging the world. What do I have to do with that? And it's a good, it's a good question, but I was playing a game called Plastic City, and this is a free-to-play game on Steam. This was created by students through the USC Games program, and this represents an existing collaboration between the School of Cinematic Arts, Interactive Media, and Games Division, and the Viterbi School of Engineering Department of Computer Science. That's quite a mouthful. But this game was created to highlight the impact that plastic is having in the world. This game is set in 2140, where plastic consumption has never ended. It's leaving lifeless lands, flooded cities, and widespread debris in its wake. So Plastic City, it's an innovative puzzle platformer about plastic-ridden world and the choices you make to save it. Play as Noah, a curious young girl who leaves her home in search of a better life. Embark on an emotional journey as your actions dynamically change both gameplay and the story. While each decision carries consequence, few are irreversible. You may stumble, you may fall, 
but only you can save the world. So this game, it will take you about 20 to 30 minutes to play. It's very short, but it's very powerful. It's a very powerful game. The main theme that I got from this game is that you may be just one person, but you can do so much. You can do so much to not just the environment and not just the world, but it made me just think about life in general. There's a great quote in this game, and it says, when all hope seems lost, it's never too late to do the right thing. And it's just a, a great reminder, mainly in the environmental stance, that there's so much going on that I can't, I can't fix this world, I can't do that myself, but we can always do the right thing. We can be the change that we want to see. It's something that I'm very much trying to live by. But this game really highlights just small acts of kindness that can lead to bigger things. And it's it's definitely worth checking out. Like I say, very, very quick playthrough. There's no like achievements or anything associated to this game. So I know a lot of people like to play the shorter games, rack up the achievements and then and head out. But you know, you have an interest in the environment and maybe you have a, a younger person in your in your family, in your household that you feel like, actually, you know what, this this is like one of those games that somebody young could play, you know, a kid could play and be like, oh yeah, you know what, this this is educational. This is saying that it's it's small little things that will make a difference eventually. And I just thought it was a, a charming game that that you can experience just a glimpse into maybe an exaggerated future of what our world might look like or maybe not that is the thing but i think there's definitely a lot that can be taken from this very short story which there's not there's not that much dialogue it's mainly just actions that that define what this game is but that's plastic city and that's developed by plastic city games and you can find that over on steam like i say free to play go check it out and save the world it's trivia time! So we're talking about Plastic City. So there's a bit of a connection going on here. Can you name the 1998 RTS game that debuted on Windows and the Game Boy Color, which featured little plastic green soldiers? And the answer is, Army man, did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life, soldier. I was browsing Twitter the other day and I found a Twitter account. And maybe I'm a bit slow on this one. Maybe I'm just a bit behind the times, but there is a Twitter account called Can You Pet the Dog? That's right, Can You Pet the Dog? And this is a catalogue of pettable and non-pettable dogs in video games. Who would have thought it? This is just what we need. We need to know about every dog in every video game and those interactions we can have. It's not only telling us about dogs we can pet, but it's also telling us about games that have dogs in that we cannot pet. Doing the great work here. And actually it's quite surprising as I scroll through the feed of this Twitter account. just how many dogs in games and even games you wouldn't necessarily think that you might find a dog in. There's a game called Samurai Showdown and there's some there's some good uh, dog petting happening in that one. And uh, Dog Petting Simulator obviously has dog petting. This account just made me smile because <laughs> there's also uh, can you can you pet a bird in Assassin's Creed Odyssey? You can. 
there's even birds getting in here so it's not strictly dogs i think there there's other animals creeping in but it's cataloging all the interactions with dogs that you can have in various video games and, and the interactions you can. This account has totally took off. It has over a quarter of a million followers now and it might just lead to developers seeing this and saying, hey, we need to, we need to put a dog interaction in this. I mean, maybe it makes sense in, in some games. You know, you've got the likes of Fallout 4 where your companion is a dog. That makes sense to have a, a dog petting in that but maybe if you're playing i don't know fifa the new fifa game and sun suddenly there's a dog petting like a dog runs onto the pitch and you can pet it i don't know i don't think we should go that far but it's quite cool to to find out what's happening in games we've got there's pigs there's also pigs i'm just seeing that now there's a lot of lot of animals and you'll be pleased to know you can't pet a dog in Devil May Cry 5. It's a three-headed dog. It just made me laugh. It just made me go anything is possible. Anything is possible on Twitter and on the internet that this is now a thing and I didn't know I needed this in my life until now and it's it's gonna be there now and I'm gonna be able to keep up to date with every single dog in every single game and I wouldn't call myself a massive dog lover, like I'm more of a cat person to be honest, but there's just something very endearing about this. And this account only started in March 2019, so as of recording this show, it hasn't been going for too long and it's soaring in popularity. I think we're going to see an increase in dogs in video games. There's already loads, but I think this is just going to start a new trend of we have to get a dog interaction in our video game. And you'd be surprised if you scroll through this list you'll be surprised at just how many dog interactions are in some of your favorite video games what's your favorite game with a dog do you have one personally one of my favorites has to be in final fantasy 8 where you can be resurrected by a dog you can be revived by a dog that's that's just incredible just to uh throw a thread of connection as well you can pet a dog in plastic city which I just talked about. So there you go. If that's not a connective segment in a podcast, I don't know what is. But go to Can You Pet the Dog on Twitter. Have a scroll through there. Look at all the amazing gifts. Look at all the amazing videos. Look at all the heartwarming dog padding pixel perfection moments right over there and warm your heart up. It's trivia time. And we were talking about, can you pet the dog? Keep that in your mind. As I ask you with a few key words, what game am I? Open world, free roaming, Aiden Pierce, hacking, Ubisoft. And the answer is, watch dogs. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show. We made it through the level. Level 13 is completed. How did you do on the trivia? Why don't you let me know over on social media at 3 Extra Life. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those cool places. Like always, you can find everything I've talked about on the show at 3ExtraLife.Fireside.FM. Head over there. You'll find links to everything I've mentioned. You don't have to go searching. That's 3extralives.fireside.fm. And that's it. That's it for me. 
So thank you very much for listening. And I will see you all in level 14.